The following broadcast is the most passionate, high-energy, controversial show in American radio history. Please buckle up and hold on. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, starring America's most fiery, dynamic, relentless Trump warrior, capitalist evangelist, and conservative rock star. Now, let's go to war with Wayne Allen Root. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the USA Radio Network. The show is raw and unfiltered, and your host is the one and only Wayne Allen Root. Yes, it's Tuesday, the 29th day of June, 2021. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Wayne Allen Root affords me, Lee Elsie, the great opportunity to broadcast on all of these fabulous stations across the entire country Again, from Long Island Sound all the way out to California and everywhere in between. The great Christopher is down there in Dallas, Texas, pushing all the buttons, spinning all the dials and making it all go. Without him, we'd hear nothing but static. Once again, you want to learn more about me? My name is Lee Elsie. My website is LeeElsie.com. That's L-E-E-E-L-C-I.com. I've had this... On my mind all day long today, so I want to share it with a national audience. What makes someone a great politician? Or more than that, what makes someone a great leader? Politically speaking, it's a must for me that you have the genetics of honesty. You've got to be able to be honest. If you are not trustworthy then for me, you're not a great leader. You can't be someone who is a superior leader of men or women and women uh, if you're not honest. You have to have that gene. But more than that, politicians, but more than politicians, just leadership in general, I firmly believe great leaders have this innate ability to inspire. You make people want to be better. That's great leadership. If you're talking at a rally or you are speaking on television or you know you're up on the stump on the campaign trail and when you're talking to a crowd, you have this ability to reach them and motivate them and get them off their rear ends out there to to do things and be things and be better. That's great leadership. And Whether it's in a business setting or a political setting or a military setting, great leaders also have this amazing ability to surround themselves with people that are wiser than them in areas that they may be lacking, right? Being able to bring together all different aspects. If you're, let's say you're the president of the United States and Biden doesn't have any of these these qualities, none, none of the qualities whatsoever, But if you're able to bring military minds, business minds, economic minds, socially motivated minds, people who are, you know, great at the minutiae of politics, those are all things that are needed to be cobbled together to create a a winning administration or, uh, you know, a winning attitude, a winning platform, whether it's in your local community, uh, the state level, or at a federal level. But there are just not a lot of great leaders anymore. Leaders of men, leaders who, again, inspire. And I wanted to play you some audio tonight 
from someone you may not have heard of. In fact, when I played this audio today on my morning show, I probably got a, a hundred calls asking me, who is that? Who was that? Who is that guy? I love that guy. North Carolina Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson talking about challenges, defining challenges. And I want to play some of this, start and stop. This is someone who could be a great leader. The greatest example of that I saw and witnessed it firsthand on television was during 9-11. People running away from those burning buildings, running away in horror. We saw policemen and firemen running to those buildings, basically running to their deaths to go help others because they saw trouble and they knew that they were needed. That's got to be us in this day right here. We've got to run to the trouble, folks. And what is the trouble? The trouble is the Biden administration that is seeking to turn this country into a socialist hellhole. The trouble is Antifa that wants to roam the streets and beat you into submission. The trouble is Black Lives Matter. It claims to care about the lives of black people, but it's turned a blind eye while violence in black communities are taking lives at a genocidal rate. I love this guy. He's right on the money. They've turned a blind eye. That's where the trouble is, and that's what we've got to run to. And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from, none of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. Oh, I love that. I mean, I love that. That's something that I have been preaching forever, ever since I flipped the switch and uh, started to get behind this microphone as a talk radio show host almost 20 years ago, is that we're Americans. This divisive, hyphenated world that we've started to live in is it's just the road to ruin. And this guy is hitting the nail on the head. Just so you know, this is, again, Mark Robinson, North Carolina lieutenant governor, and he's giving a speech at the North Carolina Republican Convention. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, Raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, it was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. Think about this for a second. This is a man speaking on behalf of the Republican Party who is expounding on the virtues of Americans, what makes us great, what has made us better than everyone else for the last 240 years. Because we are able to stare adversity in the face, laugh at it, 
figure out a way around it and beat it. We've saved the world multiple times. This administration and the Democrat Party in general want you to believe the exact opposite, that we're a horrible people, a horrible nation. Again, born from the bondage of slavery. That's what they want you to believe. They don't want you to believe that this is actually the greatest country in the world. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Christians, that we are Americans, that we are Republicans, and that we are conservatives. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive here. And not only survive, it will thrive. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. It's time to fix those bayonets. Mm. It's time to get ready. Because we got a fight on our hands. Now, I'm sure he'll now, take all kinds of heat for saying that, right? we got a fight on our hands. we got to fix those bayonets. So the left will create this, this monstrous sort of persona about how he's advocating violence, yet not saying a word when... Maxine Waters talks about getting up in people's faces or Nancy Pelosi talks about the same thing or all of the folks on the left doing exactly the same thing, talking about fighting back, fighting, fighting, fighting. This guy mentions it and it's almost assured that he'll be or they'll attempt to tear him down. The fight is not for us. It's for all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks, because if there's to be freedom in this nation in the future, it is only going at the behest of the Republican Party, the grand old party, the party of freedom and equality, the one that always has been and the one that always will be. God bless you all. Thank you very all much. Right, there you go. I mean, there he is. That's just a great speech, an inspiring speech, a speech that a leader would make. Do you have that in the Democrat Party? Is there anybody capable of doing anything remotely close to that? Is there anybody in the Democrat Party that inspires you? Does AOC inspire you? Does Schumer inspire you? Hmm? Elon Omar, does she inspire you to be better? Doubtful. Doubtful. And we are thirsty. We're drying up. We need leadership. We need someone to be better than the folks who came previously. We need to have better leadership. What we have in Washington, this swamp, this cesspool. Someone said it best. Washington's not a swamp. No, it's a sewer, and it's filled with rats. There are a lot of rats in Washington, not a lot of leaders. And I don't know, you know, wherever you're listening to me now, whatever radio station, whatever state you're in, whatever city you're in, I'm sure you have, you know, I'm sure you have your own problems, your own issues with not only your local government, but your statewide government. And certainly with your federal government. And that's not acceptable. We shouldn't accept mediocrity. We shouldn't just be like going along to get along. We should demand that our politicians be better. We should demand that our leaders be better. And be more like Mr. Robinson and his speech down in North Carolina. All right, I've got to take a quick break once again. My name is Lee Elsie. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I get this unique opportunity to talk to the entire country right here on the USA Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.